Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Katie Weaver Show. It is, what is it? <laughs> it's too much. It is the 8th of December. It's 11 a.m. Pacific time. I want to welcome you to the show. I want to let you know if you are listening live, we are over in the chat room. And you can find that by heading over to 12radio.com. That's number one, number two, radio.com. I also want to let you know that I am live. Oh, I didn't finish that thought. (laughs) Once you're at 12radio.com, you're going to want to click on the chat button. You'll be redirected into the Facebook chat. And my producer, Scott, is standing by and will gladly let you in the chat room. So that's how it all works. I'm also live streaming this event from a couple of places, from my Facebook page, which is Katie Weaver Domestic Mystic, and from my uh, YouTube, which is also Katie Weaver Domestic Mystic. Sorry, I'm distracting myself because I want to share the live stream into the chat room. So I'm going to do that right now as we're talking. So if you're in the chat room and you wanted to see the live stream, I'm going to share it there with you right now. So... That should be easy enough to find. Okay, good stuff. All righty. Well, how are you guys? Everybody hanging in there? Such a weird energy we've been in, huh? Yesterday was flat terrible. (laughs) I was so low I could hardly function for the first part of the day, and so many of you guys that I talked to said the same thing. It was just a really hard energy day, especially for empaths. Today is better, a lot better, thank God. I don't think we could take another of yesterday. I think that what's happening is that we're experiencing some spiritual fatigue. Everything has been so hard this year. Everything has been an uphill battle in a lot of ways. Not everything, I hope, but a lot of things. And most people have met, you know, a fair amount of challenges. And I think that now coming into Christmas and we feel like we have to slap a smile on our face and act like we're all okay and good and it's all right. And, you know, it's been hard. So if that's what you're going through, if you feel like you're suffering from some spiritual fatigue, you may be. And if that's the case, be sure you're giving yourself the rest that you deserve, the time off that you deserve if you need to scale down what you normally do around the holidays do it hell you might be doing that anyway because of covid you know we were visiting my father-in-law and mother-in-law the other night and typically she has seven kids and typically they and all of their families come for several days over christmas and uh you know and stay and they just you know it's a big event and it's a big deal and This year, uh, when we were there, the night before, all of her kids had let them know they weren't coming, uh, you know, because of COVID. My father-in-law has a partially functioning heart, and they are all horrified at the idea that they could give him COVID because it would be extremely dangerous for him. And they're heartbroken, you know, they're heartbroken. I'm so sad about it for them. I get it. I'm backing their kids up 100%. They're not wrong. But damn, We're going to have a lot of lonely folks this year, and it sucks. So with that being said, whatever you are doing these holidays, more than ever, let's remember those folks. And if you're one of them, be vocal about it. Be sure that you're at least getting some phone time, that you're at least getting some something, you know, so that these aren't just the most sad and hard holidays ever. Hopefully they won't be. I don't want to set you up for that. 
maybe they'll just be beautiful, peaceful days where you, you know, lay on the couch and watch a movie and you're happy with it. And I hope that's the case. But I think this year we've got to be especially mindful of people around us that could be really suffering and do what we can to help alleviate that. Because again, that could just be a phone call. That's probably all it can be, you know, but let's just put additional thought into it. That's kind of what's rolling around in my head. I wanted to let you guys know that every show through this month, I am giving something away. No promise that I can get things to you before Christmas, but I'm going to do my best. Um, but last week I gave away a set of my spells, my little bathtub spells. This week I'm giving away something else and even more exciting. One of our dear listeners has also stepped in to offer something pretty cool. So I want to tell you about all of those things. I'm going to get into the chat room. I just realized I'm not even there. <laughs> what am I doing? You know what? I, I spent the entire morning filling a shopping cart online because uh, I realized I really need to get my shit together. So that's what I'm doing. <laughs> my, my head's in Christmas and what I really haven't done. But uh, anyway, so our dear Belle is giving away tea. She is a tea dealer. And she sells uh, this absolutely gorgeous tea. And she so kindly offered to give away tea as well as the giveaways that I have going on. I thought that was extremely kind of her. So I'm going to put a couple of uh, pictures in the chat room. The brand of tea that she carries is called Sipology. And she sent me some Earl Grey earlier this year that was absolutely fantastic so i'm here to tell you that you want bell's tea so all you have to do to potentially win something from me or from bell today is to just be here in the chat room and by the end of the show scott will draw for our giveaways so that's how it works i realized i hadn't saved her pictures to my computer so i'm doing that now so that i can share them with you I also want to share a link to you. She's doing a really cool fundraiser right now as well. She is doing, oh, sweet. Tiffany got the bath uh, spells last week, and she just shared them in the chat room. I'm so glad they got there so quick. The post office really is a wonder, aren't they? So I, I've spent a lot of time there these days. Etsy's been keeping me hopping. Which is no complaint. Yeah. <laughs> no complaint at all. Okay. Sorry, you guys. That's shitty radio. It's taking me a minute. <laughs> Unprepared because I was shopping online. I got to get it together. All right. Anyway. So her tea is all ethically sourced. They're really careful about that. And every tea bag will come with steeping sacks in case you don't have a tea ball diffuser because it is loose tea. So uh, she's doing a fundraiser right now for Sipology that is for her friend who has some serious medical bills going on. And she's all of the proceeds from her tea sales this month will go to her friend. So I just put a link in the chat room for that. If you guys can support that or would like to, I will tell you, you won't be disappointed in her tea. It is freaking awesome. All right. So I've shared links in both chat rooms for that. And again, at the end of the show, we'll draw for the tea. In the meantime, the things I'm giving away today, I have two things. I'm going to give away a 10-minute reading with me 
over at one2listen.com. And I'm giving away a couple of resin pieces. This is all going to go together. So I am going to send you one of my keychains that I sell in my Etsy store. These are so freaking cute. So they're a keychain that are resin. They're clear resin with crushed flowers in them. And this one has a key. Some of the ones I have have uh, feathers. Some of them have angels. So it'll depend on what your initial is. <laughs> but I'm going to send you a keychain. And I'm going to send you this charm. This is a love charm. It's a pyramid. It has three things in it that create a charm. So it could just be a piece of organite. Organite, the definition of organite, is metals and crystals suspended in resin. But I also added a flower to this to get the flower or the plant magic out of it as well. So this has peach moonstone, it has gold, and it has a pink flower. So I can't give you a super good look. I'm sorry. That's too bad because these are gorgeous. But anyway, the point of this charm is self-love because it has those three components of the heart chakra to help you. So if you're one of those people who is still struggling, not one of those people, everybody still, uh, we all have a ways to go on self-love. I think it's just not been put into us uh, correctly, typically in our society. But anyway, so if I draw you today, those are the two things I'm going to send you, or I may be giving you a free 10 minute reading over at one, listen.com. So that's what I have going on. Now, if you would like to purchase anything that I make or take a look at it, you can do so over on my Etsy store. And my Etsy store is Joyful Goddess Designs at Etsy. I'm going to share a link in the chat room too. And I think that I'm at the point that I can still get things out for Christmas uh, if we book it. So hopefully uh, if you guys are still wanting Christmas presents for someone else or yourself, I mean, what's wrong with that? <laughs> I can still get them to you. And I do have a couple of those love charm or self-love charms on Etsy. They are, they're gem shaped, not a kind of diamond shaped, not the pyramid. But anyway, that's what I have going on. So want to talk to you a little about True Crime Paranormal. As you know, I have a podcast with my sister, Christy. We do video and podcasting for our True Crime Paranormal site. And we've got some awesome new cases this week. We have... <laughs> this week just blew my mind. It was like every case we did was something that uh, we were passionate about, researched a lot, went down the rabbit hole with. So yesterday we debuted a case called Henry Joseph Loveless Killed His Wife, But Who Killed Him? This is a very interesting case that happened around where I live, clear back in 1916. And this person's remains were discovered partially in the 70s, partially in the 90s. You'll have to listen to the case to find out why uh, and who he was. It's a very interesting case. And I was so... It was crazy because I was researching cases. I came across this one. I thought it was really interesting. I put it in my draft so that I could research it more and then discovered that it happened here where I live. I had no idea. Crazy. But the case that we debuted this morning is the Watcher House. And I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the Watcher House. This happened in New Jersey uh, in 2016. 
This is a house where some people bought their dream home and then the before they could even move in, they started getting these menacing letters from someone who claimed to be the watcher who called themselves uh, basically the guardian or the keeper of the house. It was really scary, threatening their children, knew way too much about them. It was really awful. And the letters are just unfreaking believable. Anyhow, we covered that case. It debuted this morning and it is awesome. So if you're into true crime, definitely come and check that out. And then lastly, we have a case debuting tomorrow that Christy presented. A lot of the cases that we do, one or the other of us will do all of the research and then present it to the other one uh, as a cold reading so that then you can read it uh, without having, you know, only having the information that's been presented to you. So this was a cold read case about a serial killer in the 1920s and 30s here in the U.S. that I did a large amount of mediumship with. So, I, uh, yeah, mediumship with a serial killer. That was interesting. <laughs> So if you're interested in that, it will debut in the morning. So you just want to go follow us on YouTube over at True Crime Paranormal or just on pretty much any podcast site and you'll find it. So that's what's going on with that. By the way, before I go any further, I want to let you guys know what the topic of the show is today so that you can help me. This is an interactive show. We are going to be talking today about miracles. We've all experienced a few miracles in our lives. I am pretty uh, convinced. And I asked yesterday on my Facebook page out of curiosity, who around here has experienced a miracle? What have you got to give me here? And I was blown away at how many people shared some really touching stories, some pretty amazing stuff that they've been through. And it, uh, it really got me thinking about how it's good for all of us to consider some part of ourselves that could use some reflection on the miracles in our lives to remember the good that's happened to us and that is happening to us. So that's my request to you today, dear watcher is or listener, is that you come into one of the chat rooms and you share one of your miracles with me. It would have to be something you'd be okay with me sharing over the air, of course, but uh, that's what we're talking about. And I have some of my own miracles to share as well. So it's a season of miracles after all. So let's talk about them. That's what I'm thinking about. So I do want to see your miracle stories. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. Well, let's keep on moving here. So let's talk a little bit about Luminous. You guys know that I publish a magazine every single Tuesday with a lot of help from my friends. And I'm going to share that with you guys in the chat room. You can see it over at katie-weaver.com if you just want to head over there. Oh, Trisha wants to know, Etsy is free shipping? I know my Etsy is free shipping over $35, and all of my decals are always free shipping. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, if you're limited, uh, I didn't know that, Tricia, that you're limited on how many characters on YouTube. If you need to make multiple posts, that's cool. I can track that. Okay. All righty. So 
I didn't know that about YouTube. You learn something every day, right? Okay. Alrighty. So let's look at Luminous. And again, you can look at it over at katie-weaver.com. Absolutely love this scene. The cover. I want to go here. I think I live here, to be honest. I've seen scenes just like this many times. But it is, uh, that looks like a snowmobile trail to me. Snow and it's twilight. The sky is kind of purpley and blue. There's lots of tall pines covered in snow. It's a pretty idyllic snow scene, I think. Perfect. So I called the magazine a season of giving because, again, I feel like we... We need to step up our awareness this year. And, and many of you guys do an amazing job. I'm not preaching at you. I'm joining with you in stepping up our awareness of people around us that could be suffering this year. And that might need a little extra attention, a little extra love. You know what I'm talking about. In my musings, I talked about, well, miracles. Miracle is a noun which I was surprised by. I guess I'm not. It's just that if you receive a miracle, that's a noun. For some reason, I had my head it would be a verb because to me, a miracle is an action, you know? But anyway, whatever. <laughs> a miracle is a surprising and welcome event that is not explicable by natural or scientific laws and is therefore considered to be the work of a divine agency. And then a quote about miracles sometimes all you can do is not think not wonder not imagine not obsess just breathe and have faith because miracles do happen and yes they do large and small that's one thing that i have come across uh, many times as people go well i mean this happened. I don't know if it's a miracle. It's not that big of a deal. Yes, it is. I think most of the miracles we experience, we probably don't even know about. <laughs> it's funny how things work. All right. Kelly writes us bitch scopes for the week. A lot going on this week. Good info from her since we are on kind of an energetic roller coaster this week. It's really good to read up on the whys and help us understand it a little bit better. Let's look at Sagittarius's bitch scope this week. Since it's their birthday, your self-esteem may be low or you may be feeling depressed about the state of things or guilty about something that you weren't able to do. These are all very human, but don't let that shit dim your light. Your idealistic nature is the magic that the world needs, even if the world is too dark to see it right now. Just be you without apologies. Be you, Sag. We need you. We always need you. My tip this week is to boost your brain with rosemary. I love this tip, especially because I've talked to a lot of people lately who feel kind of, oh, what do they say, an elf, a ninny muffin, a, uh, yeah, oh, a cotton-headed or something like that. <laughs> We've all felt that way, right? Where you're just not thinking you're not sharp you're not put together rosemary is an amazing herb for helping you to get that back grow a pot of rosemary in your home like in a kitchen window or something along those lines it helps to sharpen learning skills improve memory and concentration and enhance focus both eating and smelling rosemary is really good for your brain 
we bought a rosemary at Costco a couple of weeks ago that's like a little Christmas tree. And it's tall. It's big. And it smells amazing. So I put it on the kitchen table and put some small ornaments on it. And it's just cute. It's a mini tree. But it smells incredible. So I'm excited because we'll just keep growing that indoors all winter. Caroline this week talks about depression, the main causes of depression and some things that you need to know. Important this time of year. Okay. Christy pulled a card from her Kindred Spirits Energy Oracle deck. It is the Zadkiel card. Archangel Zadkiel. Divine Connection, Crown Chakra, Knowledge, Wisdom, Open to Guidance, and Higher Self. The crystal is Selenite. And the meditation. Dear Archangel Zadkiel, please bring me clarity, connection to my higher self, and messages from my guides. Beautiful thought. Okay. And then there's an ad this week. I'm running an ad for a friend who sells wine through One Hope. One Hope is a wine company from Napa Valley that they donate with every bottle they donate to a good cause and they host a lot of fundraisers and things like that but they're really uh eco-minded and they're very philanthropic so they're a great company if you haven't uh or you want to order some wine for thanksgiving or wow i mean you could but that's next year <laughs> for christmas or for new year's uh consider shopping with them honestly i bought a bottle of wine for us or a bottle of Moscato for Thanksgiving that was fantastic. So take a look. And there's plenty more to be found here in Luminous, but I'll let you guys go through the rest of it. Lots and lots of good stuff in there this week. And as always, if you don't subscribe, you can head over to katie-weaver.com. There's a pop-up that you can find when you just when you go to the site, katie-weaver.com. Fill it out. And I will start sending you the daily dish, which is just a daily reading I send, a daily email in the morning, and then Luminous once a week. So you'll get eight emails from me a week. And I promise, 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 I will protect your information. I would never, ever sell your email. Ever. Never, ever. <laughs> okay, I'm going to take a quick peek in the chat room and we'll keep going here. Maureen is just returning from after two weeks of bed rest due to a severe jaw infection from botched dental work. Dang it. She needs an energy clearing. She's just back to work and there's so much drama and darkness. Yeah, Maureen, we'll get there. We'll work on it. Oh, good point. Sid said the Schumann resonance is also way off the charts. Oh, no wonder. I didn't even look at the Schumann yesterday when we were in a mess. Uh, <laughs> I should have. Sometimes you don't think of the things you need, you know, when you need them. But I'll look at the Schumann right now and tell you what it is. If you're not familiar with the Schumann Residence, it is the, oh yeah, it's crazy. Uh, the Schumann Residence is basically the, it's measured in hertz. It's the pulse of the earth or the heartbeat of the earth. And it's been, when it destabilizes and gets really high, a lot of times we get kind of energetically screwed up. So let's see. Uh, the Schumann is 200 today, which is completely bonkers. Yeah, no wonder. And I actually feel like today is better than the yesterday was. So I should have looked yesterday to see what the Schumann was, but I didn't. But thanks for saying that, Sid. That's a really good reminder. 
And if you guys are curious, maybe I'll share the link with you of the company. I really like these guys. And I looked at a lot of different people that measure it. These guys make it easier to understand. I'll put a link in the chat room in case you want to see them. Because it actually, when the energy gets really weird, you're feeling really weird. Two of the good uh, things to look into are the Schumann resonance and what the sun is doing. Do we have solar flares happening? Because boy, that can screw us up on earth, especially in empaths that can create quite the anxiety and energetic disasters. <laughs> so it's really good to remember and to take a peek at. Okay, good stuff. Thank you, Sid. You are the best. All right. Back to the chat room here. Oh, yeah. Jane said, I wish I had pulled up some rosemary from my San Francisco home. We've got a bush the size of two couches in the yard. Yeah, you guys. So many places. You guys that can grow rosemary indoors, in the indoors, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'm so jealous or in the outdoors. I know I go to other places and there's these huge rosemary bushes and they smell amazing. They're like shrubs. They don't overwinter here. So you can grow rosemary in the summer, but you better harvest it in the fall because it's going to be gone. And even though rosemary is supposed to be a perennial, it just doesn't overwinter here. It dies. And Scott has tried everything to keep it alive everything because he loves growing rosemary and it just doesn't you can insulate it you can put a dome over it you can do all kinds of stuff and unfortunately it doesn't really help sadly anyway boo whatever <laughs> okay well let's talk about some miracles that's what we're doing here today it's probably a miracle that I made it here. I was uh, so down the rabbit hole of Facebook or of a <laughs> online shopping this morning. Okay. Trisha, I need to see where we are here. Okay, she says, I was at a parole hearing for my kid's uncle, who possibly murdered his child. Oh, wow. I never heard him say any of the crime committed until the hearing day. I'm not sure how long the hearing was, but for me, time stopped. A bright white, orange, and gold angel stood right down the aisle behind him, facing him. It was eight feet tall at least, colors I've never seen in this world, beautiful, bright, fresh colors. I remember when the angel left, I looked behind me and nobody looked shocked. So I kept sitting and listening and forgot to mention the angel to anyone for hours. Some people I couldn't even tell for days and weeks. It was so amazing to see, but I don't know why it was there or if he did the crime. Oh, wow, Trisha. That's amazing. Yeah, that's a miracle. I would say an angel in the courtroom is definitely a miracle. 
Okay. Belle says she's launching her customer service 101 challenge and workshop tonight. She's so excited and nervous. Let's all throw some energy into that for Belle. Help uh, amp her up and give her some extra boost here. That is super cool. Congratulations, Belle. I am very proud of you. I know it's been really hard for you uh, to put yourself all the way out there. And yet there you are. You did it. So good. Okay. All right. Let's keep moving. And again, we're sharing miracles today. So if you have one you want to share with me, please do. Okay. Maureen said, my miracle, my BFF Tiger Beat pen pal for over 35 years was losing her battle to metastatic colon cancer. While in hospice, she called me to tell me how much our friendship was a true gift and a perfect match. She lived in Minnesota, me in Maryland. We started this friendship at age 13, and here she was crossing at 50. She told me, once I cross over, I'll visit and surprise you with a special gift. Two weeks to the day she passed, she visited me in my dreams in a beautiful light. She said, girlfriend, I want you to go to the pub on Friday, raise a glass to us, and play Keno Lottery. Then she was gone. I picked my hubby up from the airport after returning from a business trip to the UK, and we went to get a quick bite. I raised my glass, and I played my Keno, and we got lost in conversation. I requested the check and asked the bartender, Cole, to please check my Keno. She returned with a look on her face. She stated, take this ticket and go home and put it in a safe place. You won. It won't tell me how much money, but I was in shock. I looked at my hubby and we were both in shock. Come Monday, Terry called the lottery commission. I won $64,000. The irony is that Vicky and I would always answer the 64K question and laugh. We built our basement oh, and have truly enjoyed all of the joy and laughter in that special room and that special gift from my BFF. Wow, Maureen. I think we all need a Vicky in our lives. That's amazing. How fun. And yay for you. That is so cool. Yeah. And 34 years as pen pals. That's commitment too. I absolutely loved that. Very cool. Okay. Oh, Tiffany has one of the rosemary trees too. They're so cute. Yeah. Costco is where I got mine. Very cool. Do you know that we just got a Costco? We've, I've ne we've not had one before and we just got one and man, that's the $200 store, isn't it? <laughs> it's hard to go in there and not spend a bunch, but holy, I love them. They are awesome. Okay, let's see. Kylie said, I definitely need some serious help with, with self-love. It's been really hard on me and my body. I think the stress of it is finally getting to me. I've been having headaches for like three or four weeks straight now, and my neck is tense and tight. Kylie, you are so full of inflammation. I want to challenge you to talk to a naturopath or do some research about an allergy to sugar. I think you have a sugar allergy that is attacking your body and creating a huge overgrowth of yeast and creating a ton of inflammation. And it's just making it really hard for you to move forward and to function. 
Don't take my word for it. That's just my opinion. I want you to talk to a naturopath and get their opinion and do what you can to do better and to feel better. Maureen, you grew up in the town where the Watcher House is. Oh, wow. Wow. That's very cool. Then I would love to hear what your take is on it. I'm sure you've heard about this before. Okay. Just perusing the chat room. And don't forget, we have giveaways at the end of the show. So you definitely want to make sure that you are saying hi in one of the chat rooms so that I can see you. Yeah. All right. Maureen, let's go ahead and get to that clearing right now, too, so I don't forget. I'm going to start at your feet and command a Merkaba clearing, commanding billions of many points of light to flood your system now. Completely healing, clearing, and releasing any and all energetic factors that could be contributing to you feeling ill, angry, low vibrating in any other place of energies that are holding you down or holding you back or keeping you from being able to elevate commanding these frequencies to be healed and cleared and rendered neutral and inert in all directions of time now through every cell of your physical body every layer of your emotional body and every fiber of your spirit body now And I'm just going to watch those those uh, Merkabas shift all the way through you, again, through every cell, every layer, and every fiber, just clearing you out. Good. All right. Clear to the top of your head. Good. All right. And then I'm going to put some bright tangerine light around you. Kind of wide. I'm going to give you kind of a wide aura. Because I want this energy to start clearing stuff out before you even walk in the room. My vision of you going to work is like the Kool-Aid man, you know, <laughs> energetically blasting through the walls on your way in and clearing shit out so that you don't have to be have to feel all of that darkness and get so pulled down by it because I know it's there seems to be never ending there unfortunately okay all right Maureen and we will all hold space that you get your feet back underneath you right away okay just double checking the chat room here before we keep going <laughs> Jane said be careful at Costco it is intoxicating indeed Okay, Shireen says, there are so many stories the year my father died. It would make me giggle because most of it was electrical events, and he was an electrical engineer in life. The stories are too long to type here, but I think I've already told you some. You probably have. I love that, Shireen. When my, uh, my cousin's husband died at his funeral, one of the lights in the chapel, it was like one of the big canister lights, was coming off and on and off and on, and... I saw one of the officiants like checking the light switch and 
there was no answer for it. Everyone, they looked puzzled and it just made me laugh. I thought, yeah, right. That's not a lighting problem. That's him. That's Tracy here. Lighting us up, showing us that he's here. And that light kind of intermittently flashed on and off all the way through the service. And once he, uh, once the service was over, it stopped doing it. But he was making his presence known. And why wouldn't he? <laughs> okay. Belle says, my son is my miracle. I'm an ovarian cancer survivor, and I was never supposed to be able to have kids. Yeah. But he was supposed to be here, as we know. I love that. And thank goodness he is. And hello, little kiddo. He's so sweet. He says hi to me every week. So hello, Todd. <laughs> All right. Kate says, I will share. Moving to Kauai was a miracle. I was watching... TV when the background of the TV show showed Kauai where it was filmed I was immediately taken back and looked up where this film was recorded and immediately started putting all of my resources into moving there three weeks later me and my family are on Kauai and every single tiny detail is in complete alignment with our souls yeah well when you got there uh, the housing situation that came through I remember it was just you're supposed to be there it was brilliant well, I will share one of my miracles with you. When I was pregnant with my daughter, Matea, uh, they did an, uh, an ultrasound at about six months-ish that showed that she had a really serious intestinal uh, abnormality. They called it a double bubble. I was never quite sure what it meant, but the doctor was absolutely pale. And he said, I am going to tell you, you should probably go home and pray because this is really bad. And, and I did, and I was still nursing my first baby. And cause I had those two 14 months apart. And so I thought, you know, maybe this is my sign that it's time to stop nursing him. Let my body put absolutely all of my energy into the baby. And we all did a lot of energy work. We did a lot of envisioning, a lot of visualizing of her being born healthy and happy and fine. And I had to go back four weeks later for another ultrasound so that they could see uh, what her uh, status was. And it was gone. Gone. They had no answer for it. The doctor said, I don't know why that is, uh, why it's gone. But he said, I am sure grateful that it is. He said that was going to be a very sick baby. But nope, totally healed up. No issues. And that baby, I've told her birth story several times, but... Uh, when I, when Micah was six months old, I got in a car accident and it was the kind where they like strap you to the board and take you to the, you know, in the ambulance. And on the way to the hospital, the, uh, the doctor said, or the ambulance driver asked me if I had any allergies or, you know, the stuff they start asking. And I said, I think I'm pregnant. And it shocked the hell out of me because I did not think I was pregnant. That was the first time that had crossed my mind. I had a six-month-old baby. And he said, because I had already told him I had a six-month-old baby, who, as luck would have it, uh, you know, or miracles would have, I had left him with my mom that afternoon and had run an errand without him. Luckily, he wasn't in the car. But uh, anyway... The ambulance driver kind of blew me off and said, oh, if you have a six-month-old baby at home, I think that's highly unlikely. And that's all I needed to dig my heels in because I'm kind of stubborn like that. But also, I had the thought, so I knew I had to act on it. That It came out of my mouth. That was enough for me. So I said, well, regardless, I'm not having any x-rays. 
until I know. And then we got to the hospital and I forgot. I was in so much shock. I was in a lot of pain. And, and you know, when you're tied to that board, that really sucks a lot. And one of my miracles while I was there was that one of our neighbors happened to be in admitting. And she came in and held my hand and hugged and loved on me until my parents and my husband got there, which was the sweetest thing in the world. Uh, somebody said to her, she doesn't need admitting. And she said, I'm not here for admitting. <laughs> it was really kind of her. But after a few minutes of my parents and my husband standing there, the doctor came in and he made my parents leave. And I still didn't think anything of it. And he said to me, he said, you know that test you asked for? And I said yes, even though I didn't, wasn't really, you know, that cognizant. He said, well, that's positive. And I sat there for a minute and I looked at him. I don't think he got the response he was expecting at all. And finally, I and I, my husband's going, what test? What test? And I finally went, oh, are you trying to say that I'm pregnant? And poor Scott kind of collapsed into a chair. <laughs> but I was pregnant. And the thing is, the steering wheel had dug into my solar plexus area pretty good. I had a bruised liver, I had a bruised spleen, uh, and I had an okay baby. They sent us the next morning for an ultrasound. Baby was about eight weeks uh, gestation, and the baby was fine. And the doctor, the OB, told me, he said, because one of the things that happened, this was a head-on collision, and two cars crashed in front of me, and they ricocheted off and hit me. So I was kind of the secondary... Uh, counterpart in the wreck but anyway I the uh the airbag didn't engage and it should have it was a head-on collision at fairly high speeds and when they you know when I got out of the car when I you know the people on scene were shocked the ambulance people were like the car mis malfunctioned the airbag didn't go off anyway the obstetrician and asking me about the accident and what happened he told me he said had the airbag gone off there's no way the baby could have survived that. He said, she had angels. I thought that was really sweet. The doctor said that. She had, or not she, but we didn't know that then. But he said, this baby has angels because had that airbag gone off, she couldn't have, or the baby couldn't have lived through it. So I already knew I was carrying a baby that had angels by her side. And then, of course, we had that double bubble scare and she was still okay. And now she's a dazzling 20-year-old that is uh, lighting up the world and doing exactly what I thought she would do, <laughs> which is big things everywhere she goes. So that was one, that's one of my bigger miracles. When my dad was dying, we had multiple miracles as well. And one of them happened with our nurse our hospice nurse. We had a really, really great nurse. She was really young. She was had only been a nurse for like three years and was working in hospice, which was pretty amazing. And she lived with her parents and they lived not that far from us. And in fact, her dad uh, was a teacher at the high school we all went to. We knew their family, you know, it was a good connection and she was wonderful. Well, one day she came and she had switched his uh, fentanyl. He was on a fentanyl pain pump. 
he had bone cancer, prostate cancer that had gone into the bone. And, you know, he was on hospice. He was on an enormous amount of pain medication. So she had switched his pain pump and the fentanyl bags were huge. These gigantic bags of, of, you know, pain medication that lasted for several days. They were in a, like a fanny pack thing that we had to, you know, transfer around with him. And she came, she did the pain pump, she left and Christy was there taking care of him at the time. And he was, had gotten really silly. This was kind of towards the very end of his life. And he was uh, hallucinating and kind of doing wild stuff. And he was telling Christy a story and got all wild and did this and managed to pull that pain pump out of his port. And it, it spilled out like the fentanyl started leaking out all over his bed. And so Christy's, desperately trying to get the dogs out of there so they don't get poisoned to death and get him you know straightened out and she's got fentanyl everywhere and she runs out of the bedroom and out into the living room to get her phone to call the nurse and the nurse runs in the front door and she'd only been gone for like 10-15 minutes she ran in the front door and said what happened (laughs) and Christy said he he pulled this port out. There's fentanyl everywhere. She came, you know, she helped clean it up. She got a new bag. She got him all installed, squared away. And she said, I was driving down the road and suddenly I heard very loudly, Kenny needs you. She said, and it scared me so much. I knew I better just turn around and come right back. And I've always, you know, figured that my mom was, she was well on top of his care. We all had plenty of nudging and instructions from her when he was bad but anyway I felt like that was probably her but uh yeah we didn't even have to call her she knew she knew Kenny needed her before uh we even had to call which was it one of the reasons that was such a big deal is that one other time he ran out overnight with a different nurse and he ended up uh going into fentanyl withdrawals which was the most horrific thing I've ever seen in my life and so it scared the shit out of us for him to pull that out he just couldn't be without it at all at that point. So that was the big one. But the biggest one happened, you know, when people are passing, when people have an illness like that, a lot of times we are praying for a miracle, you know, and begging for a miracle, bargaining for a miracle. And with him, it was, this miracle was a little different. It it helped him to pass. But the day before he died, he was bad. He was in a lot of pain, and honestly, we had him so medicated that he was pretty in and out, and we knew it was getting close, and his brothers had all come, and we were all kind of sitting around his bed visiting and trying to keep him comfortable, and out of nowhere, his cousin, who was one of his very best friends growing up, neighbor, they were double cousins. Their mothers were sisters. Their dads were brothers. These boys were as close to brothers as they could have been. And he had been up to visit maybe two or three weeks before, but he lived about an hour and a half away. And he, I hadn't talked to him in in a bit, probably should have called him at that point, but I hadn't. And we're sitting there, you know, just uh, trying to keep him comfortable. And in the front door comes Dennis. And I was really surprised. And he said, I was in a meeting in another town and I started to head home and I just had a really strong impression that I needed to come here right now. He said, I've canceled all my meetings for today. I just felt like I needed to be here. Well, he did. 
and what my dad wanted from him was a blessing. It's a, it's a Mormon thing. You know, guys, you know, I was raised in the Mormon church and left the church a long time ago. And so had my parents, but my dad, you know, this was a comfort thing and he wanted a blessing. And so Dennis did the thing. He, they anoint your head with oil. He anointed his head and he did a blessing. And it's the kind of blessing that helps people to, um, to die when they're getting close. And so he gave him one of those kinds of blessings and it was very emotional. It was bittersweet, but it was, it seemed to be what he needed. And it was just amazing that Dennis just showed up when we needed him, uh, when my dad needed him just like that. And he gave him the blessing and he passed about 24 hours later. And I have always felt like Dennis was one of our big miracles. He was one of my dad's miracles that he listened to that prompting that he showed up, you know, when we needed him. He didn't call. He didn't question. He just came. And that was a miracle for us. I think it's a good reminder to all of us that miracles come in lots of shapes and sizes, but you can be someone's miracle when you listen to the uh, your intuition, when you listen to the promptings that you receive to help out, to do something, you can be that miracle. Uh, so, so often I feel like my clients are on angels' errands and they don't even know it, you know? Yeah. Jane said, my dad was paralyzed in 1959 and rehabilitated, yet told he was sterile. I was born in 61. <laughs> my appearance was an oops or a miracle, depending on who's telling the story. I'm going to double down on miracle there, Jane. <laughs> That's wonderful. I love that. Okay. Just digging through the chat here. All right. Leslie says, a road miracle I experienced when I was first leaving the city, driving on my own for a job interview in Northeast Alberta. I had just gotten into the two-lane blacktop road, drove a short way, and suddenly in front of me appeared a huge farm truck on oh, solid black oh, into oncoming traffic, two or three vehicles. I remember closing my eyes and sharply turning right into the oncoming traffic. Wow. She says, my next memory was waking up in the driver's seat on the shoulder facing the other way. There was a loud knocking on the passenger window. I felt so calm, so peaceful, and rolled the window down to hear, what were you doing? You turned right into oncoming traffic, etc., etc. It was hard to speak, but I finally looked up and said, is anyone hurt? No, everyone is fine. I closed the window and sat for a while. Let's see. I think she's finishing up the story. Leslie, I'm going to watch for that. That must have been very scary. All right. I'm going to keep watching for the rest of Tiffany's story. Or sorry, of Leslie's story. I'm going to jump into the other chat room here really quick. Okay. You guys are so awesome. A miracle my friend Tina shared with me. When she was a teenager, she lived with her mom in Florida, and she would fly to Washington to live with her dad and stepmom in the summers. And one summer when she was about 14, she got to Washington and she had a terrible cough. And her dad asked her, why, uh, how long have you been coughing like that? And she said, a while. Well, the next day they took her to the doctor because that cough was not good. Well, the doctor was alarmed 
they did an x-ray and she had a staph infection in her lungs that had burned uh, or eaten a baseball-sized hole in one of her lungs. They put her in the hospital. They put her under an oxygen tent. And basically, it was a, a scary prognosis. And they told her she might be in the hospital for months. And after two weeks, there had been no change. And the doctor told her to not plan on going home anytime soon. And she just decided, her 14-year-old self, that she was done with this. She didn't want to be sick anymore. So she just, every day, she said she prayed hard. And every day, she would just envision that whole healing up and her being able to go home. And two weeks later, they did another x-ray. And it was gone. The hole was gone. Her lung was completely sealed back up and healed. And she got to go home. And it was her miracle. That is a huge miracle because a staph infection like that, yikes, very scary. Okay. Rebecca said she was once guided to a 12-step Al-Anon meeting. She said, I don't usually go to them. After I shared on the topic, after I shared on the topic, a woman told me that was exactly what she needed to hear. I was an angel. Definitely a day I learned that guidance is not always about me. That is so awesome. I love it. Very sweet. Okay, you guys, we have got to give away our Christmas giveaways. So don't forget, we're giving away tea from Belle. She's going to send one of you some lovely tea. I promise you, you are going to be thrilled. I'm giving away a 10-minute reading as well as my charm. This is my uh, self-love charm as well as um, keychain, one of my crushed flower keychains. So Scott is sending me a message. He did the drawing for us. So I was just watching to hear from him, and I think we are ready. So, <laughs> all right. So, all right. Thank you, Scott. So the tea, the tea is going to Sid. So Sid, if you and Belle can connect, uh, give her your address, she will gladly send you her tea. So lovely. I love that. Sid, I'm so happy you needed something good to happen to you. Very good. And I know you're going to love it. So that is awesome. Okay. The 10 minute reading with me is going to Kate. So Kate, I'll make contact with you and we'll set that up. I'm so excited to get to uh, offer you that. Yay. I'm so excited to get to talk to you. All right. And Scott says that the these things, <laughs> that the resin pieces are going to Shireen. So, Shireen, if you'll get with me with your mailing address, I would love to send these to you. So, yay! And, of course, we'll be back next week giving away some more super fun stuff. And don't forget that on the 18th, we have uh, our holiday special. I've been arranging it here at 1-2 Radio. That's a Friday. <laughs> we have a holiday radio, uh, like radio theater special that's going to be so much fun. It's Kelly, Kelly McLean, Aaron, Anita, Mo, and me. And we are acting out a play over the internet. It's going to be so much fun. Uh Jamie and Oliver are doing a special. Jay is doing a special. Julie is doing a special. We have a few panels. I'm guessing we're going to have seven or eight shows that day. 
It's going to be so much fun. And of course, they'll be archived. So if you can't be here live on the 18th, anytime over the Christmas break, you can listen to any or all of them. So I'm very excited that we have that coming. So just know the 18th is our holiday extravaganza and it's going to be awesome. So you guys, we've definitely talked down to the end of the show. Thank you all so much for being here. Thanks for always being my miracle. Seriously, I couldn't do what I do without the support and the love that you guys all give to me. I appreciate you more than I can say. I want to let you know I'm a professional psychic advisor over at 12listen.com. That's number one, number two, listen.com. And you can find me over there every single day to do phone readings, video readings, and uh, chat readings, as well as email readings. So lots and lots of ways to connect with me if I can help you. Take care, guys. Have a great day. You've been listening to The Katie Weaver Show here on 1-2 Radio, where we're changing the way you listen to the world. <laughs>